0: The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are those of the panelists and not of Geeks Under the Influence Network and their sponsors, Amazon.com and tpublic.com. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the first episode of From the Mouths of Madness, a podcast dedicated to all things horror. Fuck yeah. I'm so yeah. stoked for this. This, is, this has needed to happen under the network for a long time. Bug. Um Finally. Yeah. And um, your your hosts, Lowdown Brown MacGyver, and then with me is Fuck You Hunter. What's up, bitches? And our guest tonight <laughs> is the purveyor of Smash Talk, Kyle Smash. Hey. <laughs> he, sorry, he was he was holding in like a, a, a shart, I believe. Yeah.
1: I was trying to lean forward because I'm old. How's everybody doing? Fuck you with the "I'm old" shit. Really? Seriously. Hey, I'm feeling pretty good about this podcast. Uh, I
0: really am. <laughs> it's gonna be. I'm, I'm stoked about this podcast in general. Like, he's got a weird fucking grin. I'm sorry. It's pretty, <laughs> yeah. It's like, really I crazy. know
2: we're like horror centric. You're trying to get that creepy fucking grin, but goddamn, man.
1: I uh, wish there was a video right now. <laughs> It's really fucking creepy.
0: Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck's wrong with you?
1: Yeah, I want that in your nightmares, sir.
0: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> just a, que- a, a brief little uh, synopsis of this podcast. We will basically be covering all things horror, pretty much from the 30s to current. Yes. Um, and it's, that's fucking rad. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. Uh, We, pretty much everyone here that is the host, so fuck you, Hunter, and myself, all have tons of horror tattoos. Uh, We have the credentials. I've been watching horror movies since I was six. I think we've gone to what? Ten plus horror cons.
2: Ten just plus. Just guesstimation. Just guesstimation. Jesus. Exclusive horror cons.
0: No, dude. I mean, we're in the twenties uh, minimum.
2: I lost count. Yeah, just,
0: I figured ten was good. All right. Go to, go to, uh, yeah, dude. It's ridiculous how many horror cons we've been to. I
1: will say, next to you guys, I'm ba- I'm like an apprentice. You are. Yeah. You're still well, in diapers. You've been to a few. It's cute. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get slow down. Hold
2: on. Okay. <laughs>
0: You're like Deadpool with the baby legs. Okay?
2: <laughs> Yeah, you you got most of it. You're just not there yet. God damn it. Can we start calling him Baby Baby Leg Smash? Oh, yeah, Baby
0: Leg Smash. (laughs) Whenever he's on here, Baby Leg Smash. Toddler,
1: toddler tush.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, for the first episode, we thought we would release, come out with a bang on a new release for this episode. And we are starting with Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That is just It just came out. About four days ago. Yeah. And, well, I thought all of us had seen it. But we're going to have some spoilers <laughs> for Kyle. I'm going to call him out now. But he knows the stories. He's read the books. Everyone grew up reading the books. And um, we're going to give you our thoughts. That's affected
1: everything we've, we, we watch up until this day. That's true. In so many ways. I've so. never
2: thought I had to do a spoiler warning for someone that was on the fucking episode with us. Yeah, so. But you Fair know enough.
1: what? This is going to... this What that'll bring to this episode is excitement that's real. Or listen, going so you're a like, fucking idiot for being on an episode of something you never saw. Listen, life happened. But I was like... <laughs> I'd be like, no fucking
0: way! And it'll be real. True. That's very true. Yeah. And surprises surprise is real. Just so I can get this out of the way, moving forward, spoiler heavy like a motherfucker. Um, if it comes down when we talk about the stories, if you haven't read those yet, they've been out since the 80s, tough shit. The movie, um, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers all day. So, yeah. you've been warned, stop, go watch the movie, come back, or just, if you don't care about spoilers, keep listening. But if you read the book, you have... They changed a couple things. A couple things. A couple things. Yeah. Like the whole overarching story of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> which was actually a story out of the book. Time period. Yeah. yeah. And the time period. How'd
2: you feel about the movie? I, I had a great time. I mean, it, the some parts were creepy as fuck. Like, I... Yeah. 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 The, the end drags a little bit, and it does that kind of thing that some of the newer horror movies have a tendency of doing, like, let's figure out why this is going on, try to fix it immediately, so everybody's happy then. Uh, that,
0: I could have done without, like, but overall, I was pleased with it. That didn't bother me as much about the movie. When I thought you meant said the end drug a little bit, I thought you were talking about their, like, shatty attempt at uh, um, a sequel. Like, yeah. it was a really shitty lead into a possible sequel when like she kisses Ramon goodbye Stella and is like I'll see you again right and I'm like yeah and yeah. wait well, and then
2: she's like I gotta get my friends back and you're yeah, like well no, we fuck. didn't see him come back so time for a sequel
1: mm-hmm. uh, that's uh so something on the outside what I know the stories and I've read some uh reviews and articles on it about the movie in regards to the ending uh and how the uh the ending was very Everything that happened through the course, anybody that was lost, is uh, is more or less it's all reversible, which which kind of goes uh, I guess in, against the original stories, you know, because it's stories are telling the dark. It's there's, it's about being dark, and it kind of gives that false hope of light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Yeah, so that was one of the big things about the movie that differentiated from the books. So the books were literally just a series of. Stories that some were good, and let's face it, there were some shitty ones in the trilogy, right. um, and the, but they were short and they ended and that was all you got from it, right? There was never right. really any reoccurring things. So the way they uh, made the movie was there's this overall story arc and in this universe with the movie, there's a possibility of getting the friends back. Mm-hmm. So this is that's strictly a movie thing. It's right. not. It's, it was never part of the books. Okay. Like if you were dead, you were dead. If you didn't die and you got away, then that we never heard from you again. You just got away and you're right. probably in loony bin somewhere. It was. Well, it was what it was. Exactly. It wasn't about being reversible. Exactly. Yeah. So you know the fact they're adding that is. I mean, I don't know. I, if they get if it happens to make enough money to where they can pen a sequel, I'd be interested to see how they do that and i not be annoyed. Yeah. By bringing them back because I don't see how they can do that.
1: Well, I don't and know. be smooth. Yeah. Well, I doubt they could. Uh, I'll tell you, a lot of those stories were designed to, they make g- bring you fear in a safe environment, but to make you still kind of fear that, feel that fear after you've done, after you've read the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, as somebody who has not seen it yet, I really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the sense that that's not <laughs> the case. with this. Like that, there's some cool. Uh, Guermo uh, Del Toro imagery that kind of freaks you out. Say that again. <laughs> Guamamo.
2: Guillermo, Guillermo. del Toro. Guillermo. Just say Del Toro. Is yeah, you just right? say Del Toro. Yeah. All right. Well, you have trouble talking tonight, but. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> it's your feeling coming out. Hey. Yeah. 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 So.
1: <laughs> but Del Toro, he can do very. Uh, he can. He doesn't do disturbing. He does like beautifully creepy. You know True. what I mean. So, I, some, I can only imagine that it wasn't as dark as the stories were.
2: I can say this. The motherfuckers took straight off the pages. Every creature looks like those goddamn drawings from the that book.
1: Even the widow? God, fucking or perfect. The, uh, not the widow. The pale but pale lady? The, yeah, pale lady. No, well, like,
2: was basically the lady in white.
0: Yeah. No, it's uh, the white lady. The white lady. Yeah. The white lady. Yeah, no, all the... And I actually um, Creepiest w- picture was reading ever. about that. And, you know, that's mostly like 90... 85 to 90% of that is practical effects. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they got Troy James to do um, the Jangly Man. That's yeah, Troy, the contortionist. Yeah, he was in the Flash. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw the documentary on and that. And like, so that's all him twisting and bending and turning, and they just had to CGI the face movements. Yeah, yeah, and, which you can yeah tell pretty early on. Yeah, and in, and in the Pale Lady, same thing. That was the full body suit was him. Even like the vein marks, they painted that on. It was just the face movements and the whole absorbing. Was it Augie? Yeah, yeah, absorbing. No, Augie no, no.
2: Was, it was not Augie. It was Ch- uh, uh, whoever was Spider
0: Man. Oh, uh, Chuck. <laughs> his name? Chuck, yes. Yeah. So it was Chuck getting absorbed, but a- everything else was all practical effects. Like, you see them filming it, and it's just this disgusting, blobby white lady walking down the hallway. It was fucking awesome. Can I say something real quick? I was waiting for it to go, since it
2: was takes place during the 60s, I was waiting for it to go modern time, and Augie looks exactly like Jason Sardes... Sude- uh, Sardeski? Yeah, from... Mm-hmm. I was, like, waiting for that shit. And fucking, uh, uh, what's his name, Chuck? Looks just like the dude from How I Met Your Mother, the main guy, like a younger version. Okay, okay, yeah. Next yeah. time you watch it, yeah, no, you're I'm right. Like, the guy who plays Ted or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he looked like yeah. fucking Ted. I was like, are they setting up? Like, since it's taking place in the '60s, How I Met Your Mother, kids. Yeah, yeah. right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what are they, they going to try to pull an it sort of situation here? And
2: I don't I, know. I th- that's kind of what I was thinking they were going for. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, right? Yeah. Because why? Why else? What What else is needed to have it? The story take place in the '60s.
0: Well, I think if they, well, actually, there's that's that's actually a good uh, segue into it being filmed in the '60s. So one thing that they really showed was, you know, there's a lot of TV shots of Nixon in the Vietnam War.
1: Right. There's a lot of statements with. There's a the, lot oh, of statements
0: yeah. of that time period, and uh, like for instance, Augie, which his death was the uh, the, the Where's big my toe, toe, yeah, the big toe story out of um which one was that out? that was out of scary stories one yeah on the original yeah. scary stories one so they basically he calls he's talking to his mom on the phone is like well i didn't know you weren't going to be home and they left for the fucking weekend so it it shows how like i guess in the 60s that like parents weren't the greatest parents you just kind of, like, left for a weekend, didn't tell your fucking kids you were gone. And, like, if there wasn't that stew that basically got him killed in the fridge, you would have no food prepped for. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like. I'm just, sure that's she, not
1: far from the truth. No, that's reality. what I'm saying. I think you know, it was a It's statement. really not. Yeah. 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 But
2: that's what's fucked up is that she didn't even make the stew. No. His mom went out of town with nothing in the fucking fridge. He's yeah. like, oh, cool, some stew. And you can tell she's like, I didn't fucking make any stew. Well, it's in so, here. So, <laughs> literally, the mom left him jack shit. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, feed yourself with nothing. Yeah, exactly. Except for the
0: you know toast to pretty much. <laughs> and and, and, and oh, Stella's yes. character, the main character, mm-hmm. um, she basically her mom left, just dipped out, and the dad basically was non-existent because he was too busy in self-pity to like take care of, really take Which, care of his daughter. Real
2: quick it's a weird scene uh, Hank with Hank, <laughs> Hank for Breaking Bad sad Hank because yeah. the whole movie he's fucking sad I'm yeah, like dude. he's like hey, hey, yeah there's no like jokester Hank that I'm used to with the entire movie from the first scene to the last is he like sad he, clown
1: sad like he's just or upset empty, the sad. entire empty sad, time. Empty sad.
0: Yeah, he's not like douchebag uh, hanging. That's what I prefer to him as for Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah. He's douchebag yeah.
1: hanging. I bet mean, he still has a shitty grin on his face. No, no, he doesn't
0: smile at all. He cries. I didn't even think it was yeah. possible for him not to smile. He never smiles in this. He's like, a
2: sad motherfucker. Yeah.
0: He just passes out in front of the TV. <laughs> with that kind of makes me sad. Because he was like the comic relief in Breaking Bad. I think the big thing that it showed from the 60s was a, like I said, the Vietnam War was just huge. Um, and the fact that it was like the fall of at the time was the ideal of the modern family. It yeah. showed how we started declining from the fifties. Right. Leave it to Beaver era. It was right? dissolving exactly. Yeah,
2: I just don't know if that was extremely necessary to the story. The storytelling part of this was having it based in that time.
0: I love that. I enjoyed it. No, I, I, I enjoyed love it. DC's. I just.
2: Didn't I was expecting some kind of mod, like, and then they get to
0: today. Um, I'm so, perfectly fine with that.
1: How did it support the the the, the core material then? I mean, so, did it support it at all? Or was it just simply a backdrop to it, have.
0: It was a lot of backdrop to have to say something a little bit deeper than just telling scary stories. It gave a little more depth than just like basically scary stories in a book. Yeah, um understandable. It could have taken place in any time period, honestly. Right. Uh, but it did. The, where it came into play was how old the family was. So the main so. The main storyline is that there was a family, they had, a, what kind of plant was it? They, they, they had a manufacturing plant that basically kept the uh, town afloat. It put the town on the map. A lot of jobs. Yeah. But there was mercury that was poisoning the water so people were getting sick and dying. Mm-hmm. And the youngest daughter knew it and was going to tell everybody. So the rest of the family locks her up in a fucking like, dungeon in the house so she won't open her fucking mouth. And then she basically dies. And they, well, After that, they move her to an insane asylum. And then they start frying her brain. And are trying to get her to tell the truth, which is actually a lie because she she's been telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And then she she dies, and her ghost is what's is a vengeful spirit. So it's the, the main story arc is from the haunted house, which is from Scary Stories. Is that two, one. First oh, was one? Okay. one okay? It's the first one. Scary. So it's it's the haunted house story, but that's the overall orking story arc. Is her they go they break into the house on Halloween and they find the dungeon room. And Stella, the main character, finds her book. She looks on her bookcase and finds a book, and it was, it says in the book, you know, written by, you know, uh, Sarah, whatever the last name of the family is, and she takes the book, right? And that kind of awakens Sarah, and so then, like, she starts writing, which is awesome. The stories and like adding her friend's name in, so that's her like her friends start dying that way. It's like, so almost so- like
1: a horrific, never-ending story sort of premise, in the ability that you they create this this the shit happening around them is what they're creating at the time mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm.
2: It's not even just friends though, because the first victim is the shithead uh, Tommy.
0: Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, with a uh, which was one He's of the scariest.
1: The, mold, the guy with the kid with the bat.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is one of the scariest uh, out of this. Scary stories, movies. <laughs> I mean, books. Um, I, I just
2: appreciate Kyle referencing the trailer. You know what I mean, the yeah, kid with, exactly. the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's big up the scarecrow. Yeah, thanks for uh-huh. the research. I mean, the imagery. I know the imagery very well.
0: This fucking guy. But
2: <laughs> Kyle Harold
0: <laughs> is about the scarecrow. And uh, that was. I fucking, some, I love that one. That was from Scary Stories Three, actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's actually ranked as like the best of the entire trilogy of books.
1: Oh, it's been copied. Story. It's been copied many times in different forms.
0: But they had to change it because they wanted the PG thirteen rating. True. So in the in the story, Harold actually skins his victims and lays the skin out in the sun to dry. Where in this, he just kills Tommy with a pitchfork and then turns him into a scarecrow. Like, you, really awesome Del Toro shit right there. You see straw coming out of his mouth and out yeah. of his eyes.
2: And ch- I, I, up, I was man. telling Lowdown right after I watched it, I was a little irritated because you see him get hit with the pitchfork right through the stomach and there's like no blood. And I was like, oh, because we got to stay at PG 13. But then the reason there's no blood is like, what, like a second later, he's coughing up hay. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. you realize, oh, there's no blood because motherfucker is straight up it's turning just... into a scarecrow. Yep. yoking out of the skin and all Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, it just starts it's coming out everywhere. Fucking,
0: that's pretty fucking rad. Yeah. I gotta think the weakest story is probably the big toe. But it has a good. It has the best jump scare, I think. It does. I think. I don't know. I like the tension with the big toe because
2: yeah. the the story the thing, itself is yeah. Basic, the story right? itself is yeah. pretty basic, but the way they did it in the movie with just them on the walkies and they're like, get the fuck like don't eat it, and he's like, okay, as he's eating it, like get the fuck out. He's like, all right, I'll go upstairs. Like literally following every don't. I'm going. He does the opposite, and then like that tension of him being under the bed, and yeah, they they pulled a poltergeist where. You just you slowly look up and he looks both sides and looks up to the top of the bed nothing bam Yep. and I, that was fucking great. I,
0: I assumed I assumed a jump from the bed, which still would have been a good jump. Yeah, you were waiting no, for it. it. No, it, it literally ca- it literally created like a, a void in the wall, grabbed him by the feet, yanked him back under the bed, and then you just get a close up of the fucking corpse's face, and then the nail drag, ah, man, the fucking ooh. nail well, drag. So,
1: were ghosts actually like? Did it make you actually kind of scared of the ghost? Because there's very few movies that can do that now.
0: I mean, I heard the zombie really, walking with no zombie, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. side note, you know who that was? That was a Javier. Javier Botet I believe is how you pronounce his last name and he played mom and mama that's right yeah and he also played um, he's the a skinny crawling, ass motherfucker the crawling uh, widow in Crimson Peak yes um, he's known for his sl- gangly You know, oh and I think he was an it he was the leper that's right. It, yeah, he was. Chapter one.
2: But I was going to say, that scene, I love because it's like the opposite like with Poltergeist. Where yeah. the little kid looks under the bed and then mm-hmm. comes up. And this one was... I I just really appreciate it. Because yeah. of, of my the ones that are burned in my brain of scares as a kid, that scene from fucking Poltergeist, that's, that's one of them. And it's that misdirection that just fucked with me so hardcore. So them doing that again... Yeah, no, it, that was fucking good rad. Job.
0: That was fucking rad. And the next... I mean, the, the story of the pale lady... Um, which is actually the, uh, the dream is the name of the story that it's from. Mm-hmm. in the it came out of the third book. Um, I don't think there's any from the second book actually in the movie. I think it's all from one and three. Um, I believe. So what the best thing they did was they, they took, uh, Stephen Gammel's illustrations and just every one brought to life, 100% perfect. Seriously, because I mean, those books were known for how vivid and horrific those il- illustrations were, especially what? when it came out. What was the first one come out? In 81? 81. 81.
1: Know? wasn't there a big? There was a big whole like There was a re-release with new art.
0: Yeah, no. And people yeah.
1: fucking lost their mind on it. There I was. Can't, a I remember re-release. the artist's name now. uh The new one on the on the re-release. I
0: don't know. I don't care. Stephen Gamble is my man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like the Amell. imagery
1: and the yeah, yeah, the his imagery was is beautiful. It yeah. fucking scares you. That was you. part of the selling point.
2: Yeah. That the cover of the fucking book. fucking books. clown dude. Oh, absolutely. And the, oh Jesus. Oh, and speaking, the way he had just blood, that black coming off like like, like the body, you, decaying to the body parts mm-hmm. and things. His artwork was fucking If you're amazing. trying to
1: read something with your right eye and into in your left eye, is that fucking, you know, something like the 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 skin coming off the where you can almost see the bones and no, the black eyes, you know what I mean?
0: No, you, no you're, you're you're right. I mean that it just look it, it's a subtle horror, but it still scares the shit out of you. You know, it's not it's not graphically gory. It's just the way it's drawn. It looks so bleak and cold, uh, it, and that's one thing I loved about the immediate credits at the end of the movie was all those images were directly to mimic his like yep. his art style which was really fucking rad. Um, so they did a good job of giving him his his props, because everyone knows he, he was one of the huge selling points of that. Because let's face it, uh, Alvin Schwartz basically took a lot of folklore and kind of retold, slightly altered them in a lot of the stories. Yep. Like yep. the Red Spot, which was Ruth's um, story with the spider bite, the name oh. of the character in the folklore is Ruth. And they named the character in his story Ruth. So he just took it and kind of altered it. And should it's we, still the same story. Should
2: we put a warning to anybody that um, is uh, not a fan of spiders? Uh, that seems Hobbit. pretty, yeah, pretty <laughs> mm-hmm. traumatic. <laughs> yeah, I just
0: wish it was rated R so we could see her face after they all came oh. out. Like, do you know she had a big gorge in yeah, her they, fucking they face?
2: Yeah, they got a quick flash, and that was Ugh. it. That's pre- that's like pretty clear on. even in the trailer the, what's I mean, gonna happen. The scene yeah. with like Ugh. she pushes it <laughs> and the moves. Oh, oh god. Oh. Yeah, that was that was awesome.
1: Oh. So he was it was gory without being gory.
2: Yes, in a way. Yeah. Well, yes. the best it, sometimes that's like showing something by not showing something. The imagination kind of takes over. So you see the you see the first one sort of come out, and then you come back in the room, and there's spiders everywhere, and they're all coming out of her pretty much, but you don't see them rushing out. No, you're right there. Yeah, no. It's gross. Yeah, it's fucking gross. It's fucking grotesque. Anyway, yeah. yeah.
0: And then, like, afterwards, when he splashes it with water, and then you just see all these bite marks from where all these spiders had bit her, and, like, she's just full of, like, bumps all over Everywhere. her body. Like, oh, giant, God. red, swollen bumps. Oh, it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> That's... What, <laughs> uh. God damn it.
1: Well, you say, pull from folklore a lot, you know? So a lot of, actually, what he was able to put out there has been copied over time. We talked about this earlier with, like, Supernatural. We mm-hmm. even shows like, uh, we were growing up, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I yeah. mean, obviously, that was completely um 100 uh influenced by that oh the short stories. i mean yeah. yeah
0: without a doubt and also you mentioned supernatural i mean yeah. they literally did an episode in the first season of the wendigo and yeah. that's a short story and i forget which book that's in but and they actually bring that up in the uh there's stories that they go through when stella's looking through the book that the not the ones that aren't being brought to life yeah and you see all these stories that in the wending the wendigos one yeah. um the, the may i carry your baskets one and that's the one where the lady keeps her head in her basket and the dude just sees a woman walking yes, and asks the to take old, her the, basket. The, the and old lady. She, yeah, oh, God. Mm. Scary as fuck.
1: So, oh, God. That yeah. was creepy Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's really cool that they, they nod to all, the hook. The hook
2: was shown in the book. Which, which is where I was about to go into is is that some of these are also kind of urban legends that were turned because I've always Absolutely. been fascinated with urban legend. And the hook one is like exactly where I was going to go. Mm-hmm. That's. That's a story, but also an urban legend. No, no, I know that shit happened. Yeah. So some of these are straight up urban legends turned into stories.
1: Well, the headless old lady was was you know the the headless horseman, yeah. you know more or less just a
0: variation of it. And yeah, it, yeah, no, well, I can see that it very much was. Yeah. Um, even the big toe was a folktale, actually, and um one and the other one which we didn't get into uh, Ramon's story, which was me Tide Dodie Walker. <laughs> with the jangly man the yeah. jangly man was a character created specifically for the movie how they built off of me tied Doty t walker was there's the folktale went that like a, a rich guy moves into a town and there's a haunted house and he offers to pay like i think at the you know 200 bucks which at the time was a lot i guess a lot of money to somebody who would spend the night because they talked about the uh the, the monster man or whatever so he goes with his dog and he starts hearing someone screaming, Me, tie Dodie Walker, from outside. And the dog answers in a sing-song voice. And as the, guy gets, the voice gets closer, the dog starts singing louder every time he responds to the creature saying, Me, tie Dodie Walker. So then eventually the head comes down the chimney, basically scares the dog to, have a, to death, and then opens his mouth and just screams at the kid. And then when the, oh, the rich guy comes to the house the next morning, the kid's still screaming on the ground with white hair. So what they did in the movie was you still have a black dog that looks at the chimney as the as the freaking, monster's coming freaking, in, the, freaking the fuck, the fuck out. out right and I couldn't tell the dog was making noises I don't know if the dog was doing something in a sing songy voice that would have been cool though yeah I'll figure that out in the rewatch but then the head comes down the chimney and the rest of his body parts and he puts himself together. So they just built on that original story with the Jangly Man.
2: I can't remember what part it was, but you did pick up they were singing over again, The Worms Come In, The Worms come The Her out. Song. Yeah. Yeah. The her song. Yeah. That's yeah. through the little slight
0: uh mentions of it throughout the movie. Which like was that's again, that's a that's a real song that was sang during uh, it's gonna be traced back to World War One where the British and the Americans sang that. And it's a song about decomposition and death. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's fucking dark.
1: It almost, uh, it almost, uh, um, like celebrates it. Yeah. It,
0: no, it does. In some creepy way. Like, and there's another rendition that, um, Schwartz does where it talks about spreading the, like, pus and decomposition on toast and eating it. Like, what mm. the fuck, man?
1: That's that's some deep thinking right
0: there. Oh. That's a healthy breakfast. That's, that's, yeah, the, uh, the voodoo lady sings it when she opens up the music box. Yeah, exactly. She starts singing it. You may be the next to die. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So just awesome little nods, right? <laughs> just fucking badass. I loved it. <laughs> you
1: know? Just enough to make the hairs in the back of your neck stand up.
0: I mean, seriously. They, uh, I mean, they do a great job. I mean, they did a great job with what they had. Would I have liked to have seen a rated R? Yes. Because let's face it. Because it was on paper, you know, there's no rating, and it was done as kids' folklore scary stories... But to bring that into a visual, it would have been rated R. Like, directly from the book would have been rated R. Hey, yep. Look, there's a, there was a lot of
1: librarians in 1981 that fucking fought against that book.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll tell oh, you yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't doubt that for a
2: second. And I think here's the thing, though, is that with Del Toro being so involved, he doesn't do a huge amount of rated R. He P, He's a, more of a PG-13 kind of like... He is. Yeah. So I, Except for, like, was Blade 2 rated R? I don't know.
0: Oh yes, Blade well, Two. they used the word R, right? "cunt" when he said. non yeah, says "cunt hair." Yeah, so that's rated R. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're know. right. It was rated R. But I, I mean, honestly, I mean, that's what I just think a lot of his stuff is kind of more PG-13 because he almost doesn't need that R because he
0: just does a lot of just the creepy ass shit that it's still scary. Yeah, yeah, it's still scary. Um, so we we talk about Del, we've talked about Del Toro uh, Guillermo. Uh, Del Toro. Um, yeah, uh,
1: Guillermo. <laughs> I apologize. Well, we I didn't give, that
0: incorrectly. We didn't give any uh, props to... the I mean, the fucking director, Andre Overdahl. Like, he... I think he did a great job. Yeah. I mean, Del Toro definitely had his hand in it with, with making sure that it looked a certain way, but Overdahl still had to basically lead the thing. That's what the director does, right? You know, they, and they edit, you know. I'm a huge fan of... And this is
2: something that goes back to that first Halloween. When you do horror movies... As much as you can, set it in the fall time setting and mm-hmm. make me feel like it's the fall time setting. And he did. And he did,
0: yeah. And that right there is a huge selling point. And actually, when they first started showing the movie and they showed Stella riding the bike and Ramon showing up in his car, and, you know, I thought that they were doing, like, a crossover of diff- the different stories. I thought they were going to do, like, a... Weird trick or treat thing like in the parade and trick or treat where all the people that are in yep. different stories cross each other. And I'm like, oh, are they going this way? Are they going this way? That'd be <laughs> rad as shit. But, I mean, they didn't, but and, right. and what we got was I, I really still enjoyed, but if I was really excited for the whole anthology of love, different stories, I happening. like them having a Caesar the Witch playing in the beginning too. Yes. Yeah. And the fucking Night of the Living Dead on the big street in the drive
2: thru. Oh, right? Yeah.
1: That's right? fucking awesome.
2: Oh, by the way, the uh, Stella for the time period, um, badass room all of her posters were straight up like horror related and like everything possible like and she was like already
0: quoting Night of the Living Dead when she's like talking to Ramon like I love how it's it's set in 1968 but it this is how they make it very current because the horror nerd who's also a female is the lead and the strongest of the characters yep I mean that's a definitely evolution right yep. you know like oh, absolutely a girl who's into that kind of stuff in the 60s oh my god Imagine what kind of shit she would have gotten. Like seriously. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot about the, the or that or that they did get. Damn near burned at the stake. Yeah, so like that was really fucking rad. And honestly, Ramon looks kind of like a young Gregory Peck a little bit, a little young mm. Gregory Peck, a little <laughs> little omen action there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, don't be look at me like that again. You was... like that? Yeah. He was also a draft dodger. So yeah. There was that. Yeah. That brings in the whole 1968 thing. He was he was running away from. They really on Nixon though. Was Nixon supposed to be another scary story? Well,
1: <laughs> like, dude, they point out the fact that he was I think fucking, it was a like Carson. He was cost- fucking tricky dick.
0: Tale. Like he was saying, yeah. like, I won't drop bobs on people if it's not necessary. The no, fuck you won't, you piece of shit. Yeah. Nixon it's just was like, terrible.
2: Every time
0: there's a TV on, yeah. it's Nixon. I was like, God damn. People were brainwashed by him. Yeah. He was a piece of shit. And and the, co- he made, the country fell in love with him. Right? Yeah. I mean, it made perfect sense to me when I saw that. I'm like, I get that. Okay. I mean, the thing about it in the 60s is a reason he got elected and people loved him and didn't believe anything until the evidence came out in Watergate that he was a giant pile of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's that. I, I appreciate that. That's part of our history where he shows how uh, Americans get um, misguided.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. You know.
2: Yes, way but back then. Sometimes back the then.
1: scariest thing is knowing the past and still <laughs> still repeating yourself, but what that, you know.
0: Yeah,
2: we well, you know, it's a thing. That
1: can you be know. a terrifying thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. You that's know, it's a
1: horror story in itself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah, see. Um, and the cars, like how do they get that many classic cars together? Like when they show the drive through, that's not oh, CGI. That's like a shitload of classic cars.
1: That's not hard to Just... do. Going you can go anywhere in the weekend? They have cars and coffee
0: here. Uh, but I me mean, like, the whole town is full of classic cars. Ah, I'm That's sure awesome. it
2: really makes me want to find out when I can catch Night of the Living Dead at a drive-thru. No, because I was really fucking jealous watching those characters. I'm like, I want to sit in a fucking car, watch Night of the Living Dead on the fucking drive-in. Like, god damn it, that can, was can
1: we send a petition to the local drive-in to uh, like during the Halloween season to show that? I mean, are you able to is that something that uh, we could try and do? Maybe
2: rally, have Seriously. people rally around that. 'Cause I wanna have that experience. Yeah, so. well
1: send send a send a message to any local drive in and request that for Halloween.
0: I mean you think Goochland Driving would have done that already like they, they, around October. They could have. But yeah, they yeah well, do it watch watch have done every year. We just
2: have <laughs> <laughs> like, hey they're like, assholes, like, we've been doing yeah. this. <laughs> like, fucking, fucking show guys. up. Like, they get yeah, like five people to show up. Me. Yeah.
0: Bring your asses. How about that? Um so there was I mean there was they did I mean, the whole small town feel too, like they gave us a really good setting for it. Yeah. You know? Um, was it Mill Valley? I believe is where it's at. Mill something. Mill Valley, maybe. I think it's M I L L something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They did. A, they did a great job with that. The biggest thing that I think they had to do, but also kind of the stretched. They did. They did stretch out the haunted house, and that was Stella's story, and like the whole like ending of you know I'll write your story, and I understand why you're angry, That's... and I I didn't think it was. I, I I'm not upset because it was drug out. I just think it was like. Heavy-handed as fuck.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like it's just kind of like, all right, well, we gotta solve this shit now. Like, so I'll write your story.
0: Yeah. Although the scream was pretty brutal when she lets all the anger out. Mm-hmm. That scream is scared of shit. I'm like, oh, the
2: fuck. Okay. Cool. It was the only thing that <laughs> definitely sc- screamed modern huh. horror movie uh-huh. was uh-huh. all right. Oh main God. character yeah, he's, uh. save one of save the quote unquote love interest and everything's like you know. Bright and sunny by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little tired of those endings that seem to happen all the
0: time. Now, yes, yeah. Did you catch the hip, the not so uh, light handed racism with the cop and Ramon? Yeah, <laughs> he was like. Mr. Ramirez, like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Okay, I mean, oh, he
2: was fucked once he figured out he was a draft dodger oh, and Hispanic. Oh, yeah, cops his
0: oh, like, oh, do I even have to say why you're in jail? Oh well, Tommy with fucking his car after they left the haunted house, you know where before the Herald story mm-hmm. and they killed Tommy. He he painted wet back on his fucking car, which was funny because I when I went to see this, I took
2: my son Parker with me. That's I guess not a term that's thrown out as frequent as other terms. Good. Yes. Right. And Parker looked at me and he said, uh, "What's a wetback?" I was like, "All right." But Fuck. I was like, also like, "Okay, I guess that's not thrown out as much," which is kind of surprising in this day and age. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I think there's other words that are thrown out more frequently. Yeah. So there was definitely again a product of its time too. They had. I mean, you've got to be honest with the with the past, right? Yeah. You have to be. You can't. You can't hide all that, so they threw it. through. I'm, but I'm surprised they did throw it in there with a PG-13 movie.
2: I guess "wetback" is the safest thing you can have as a slur. I, I don't
0: think know. Any slurs are not are rated R in my mind, like just in general. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. But wasn't it designed to bring kids to want to watch it? Doesn't that perpetuate the word
0: "kids" over the age of 13? By yeah,
1: yeah. or yeah. or accompanied by an adult. This is why yeah. I didn't bring my kid.
0: Kids over the age of 13. Yeah. That's what PG-13 means. It's like, we're not saying it's good for a 10-year-old, but as long as they have an adult, PG-13 means you can go in as a 13-year-old by yourself. Yes. You know, so. I remember those days. Mm Mm-hmm. I do, too. (laughs) I remember trying to get an NC-17 one.
1: But maybe it should (laughs) Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: A lot of those. I I, am of age.
1: Let me in. I remember trying to get into, me and a friend, you try to get into Tales, uh, Tales from the Hood. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> At West Tower. <laughs> no, um, like I love that movie, but I, I how would, really? Oh
1: yeah, yeah we, we played Police
2: into? Trainer for like three hours until we saw, <laughs> <laughs> until we saw our opening, and then we got it. And it was for Tales. I mean, look, that's entertaining, <laughs> but man, you spent all that money and all that time to get into Tales from the Hood. I didn't. Well, yep, that's yep. exactly what we did. Spent money and time.
0: Mm hmm. Money and time. On, that's all you pl-
2: did. on Police Trainer. <laughs> I do remember sneaking into I think the first one that we had to sneak into was uh we said we we're gonna go see and this is gonna age me. I we were saying we we're gonna go see Juice, which was radar also. Wow. And but we jumped in I guess we watched some of Juice and then jumped into Gate Two. Nice. Yeah. Not as good as Gate, but Yeah. Gate two was kinda Yeah. But it was know. radar, so we we're like high fiving each other, so it was cool at the time. Yeah. It was cool at the we time. We did
0: it. We fooled them, which I later worked at that theater, so <laughs> so all in all for this movie, I, I give it a solid, you know? Like, so Ramon finally did the right thing, and, you know... The, re- the reason he didn't want to go to Vietnam was because his brother came back in a box. And I think it was a common thing families dealt with. Yeah. Dead sons, Fuck dead brothers. Fuck this I ain't yeah. going. It's not my fucking war. You're the one that takes us to handle some other country's shit. Yeah. So they didn't want to deal brother with it. I thought it'd be easy. Uh, yeah, huh <laughs> Right? <laughs> so you realize there's a whole fucking city under the goddamn dirt. Because those fuckers <laughs> were running through tunnels. Seriously. Fuck, man! Come out at night and slaughter the shit out of you. Girl, yeah, yeah. Gorilla. That was not a nice war. For, <laughs> yeah. Nice war. gorilla. One, no, war! Is. Nice foot. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Of the ones of us here that saw the feature, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, what would you give it a, like a, as a rating? Like, like, a, for what it was,
0: or for what I overall after after overall, you came out of it. Overall, I I enjoyed it. I would give it a solid like seven out of 10. 7.5 out of ten. I mean, is that in About comparison
1: the, to, the bo- to the book, or just strictly from the perspective of, of a movie. movie? Yeah. Of a okay. movie. Yeah.
0: That's
2: good. Yeah, I'd put it around and say, Honestly, if it wasn't for that ed- uh, the ending, I'd probably put it up a little higher. And he kind of knocked it down a little bit. But mm. there were some good jump scares. Again, that the scene in the bed... Uh, was the scene with the Scarecrow? There's a lot of really well done, well shot, well like jump
0: moments that I really appreciated. And the and the jangly man it wasn't it wasn't jumps, but it was just fucking creepy, it's creepy as fuck. That contortion, that dude uh, yeah. again, Troy James. He, holy
1: fuck, the, what he can do is just uh, a it Was it Linda Blair walking backwards down the stairs on steroids. with blood yeah. in their
0: mouth? Steroids, really? That's a bold statement, sir. Dude, no, I'm and, telling you, there's a whole. He's chasing after a car running on the street. Backwards. Oh, yeah. I, I will say Ugh. the only <laughs> kill that he has was the sheriff. I was a little disappointed.
2: It's kind yeah. of quick. Like, and this—I don't know. This is a statement of me as a parent, but Parker looks over at me and goes, "Oh, that was disappointing." Because <laughs> <laughs> we were kind of expecting maybe more of a you know bigger yeah. kill than just a quick neck turn and you're dead.
0: But, but it was also piece of team. The fact we got a neck break was pretty. I badass, know, but you, you, know. you still
2: could have gotten stuff. For... Did you hear it though? Yes.
0: Okay, so yes. they, they made sure to give every crunch
2: I think you could have ripped his head off in and, and the shadows, and you could have gotten away you with it. You want
0: to go, like, Universal with it? Like, OG Universal Monsters with it, where you see the death in the shadow? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. And somehow it's just fog.
0: It's yeah. just fog and a light behind. <laughs> yeah, him. No, but seriously, that's <laughs> all. It's fog and a saying, light. <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: I'm just saying. If I there's a creature that badass looking, I don't want him killing him like fucking Steven Seagal. All right, like give me something better than a Steven Seagal kill. All right. Although
0: him trying to get to Ramon and squeezing his head through the goddamn bars. Yeah. Ooh, la, la, yeah. Blah, la. <laughs>
2: Just give me a little bit more. That's all. That was kind of
0: disappointing. Yeah. yeah. So. Well,
1: you know, from a trailer perspective.
0: <laughs> you know the bat. Yeah, the bat is head. You mean the guy with the guy with the bat? Yeah, the guy with the bat.
2: <laughs> well, let's no, let's let smash. The lady in
0: white. The lady yeah, in let's, white. Let's have smash yeah. with the
2: uh, again trailer perspective. <laughs>
1: I love you guys. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you do. You had
2: one job. <laughs> I failed. I had an eight-year-old with me, and I couldn't...
1: And obviously, when I saw the trailer in full with her, I was like, oh, no, hell no. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. and time ran out, and that's my fault. But I will say, from a trailer's perspective, <laughs> um, uh, it looked like I really did want to see it badly. I would have given it an eight from a trailer. Like, as good as the trailer looked, I would have said, oh, man, it looks like an eight or nine. I would have said ten just because it wasn't rated R. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see it in full, yes, yeah. so that I can be as disappointed, you know, from the ending as I think I'm going to be.
0: Um, it's it just definitely takes a turn from the regular the flow of the literally rest of the movie. That's that's the biggest problem. It's yeah. just it definitely slows it down enough to be that part of the movie where it's like, no, I'll 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 tell your truth and I'll fight your fight and you're so wrong and. Blah, 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 and...
1: I'm, I'm glad it had positive stuff in it, uh, you know. But in that sort of setting, it's really difficult. I, I, I'm having trouble in my mind bridging the horror with the politics, with the... You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems really difficult, even for uh, Del Toro to pull off.
0: Let's just say... Well, again, it. it's Overdahl, the director. Yeah, no, you know. Del Toro.
2: I think it did it, did <laughs> it better.
1: It... I don't care who's uh, title...
2: It, I think communicated a lot of that stuff better. I mean, I'm not, tr- I mean, it's a rated R compared to mm-hmm. Scary Stories, but just the finale of it was a little more satisfying
0: mm-hmm. than this one. Like confronting so. the, the monster. Yeah. The, yeah, I get, yeah. yeah, it was way more. But also, I mean, Stephen King, it's better. I mean, as much as I love Scary <laughs> Stories on the Dark, it's better source material. Come on, man. It's yeah. cooked out Stephen King. Yeah. Like, he was doing like, hardcore coke back when he wrote hit <laughs> he was he was eight balling it up man <laughs> fucking clouds
2: fucking clouds everywhere see clouds everywhere fuck. he was getting
0: the 100% pure yeah cut. man he was drinking his ass off and snorting his fucking face off oh yeah off, no so I've seen was, Maximum Overdrive
2: yeah, yeah. The yeah. Stephen, I wrote it on VHS yes the Stephen King directed uh, feature yeah, he doesn't so. remember
0: directing yeah he doesn't remember making a movie
2: God, why is there <laughs> cameras anywhere that were filming him directing that movie? Because he's probably like, Sir, that doesn't make any sense that like video games would electrocute, like, <laughs> fucking do it, just fucking do it. hold on. <laughs> just fucking do it. Like, <laughs> sir, it doesn't make any sense. The machine gun can't shoot itself. It's not actually a machine. <laughs> the fucking machine gun's gonna fucking shoot. Just do it. Didn't like, yeah. yeah, I just see a lot of those conversations. Mm-hmm. But I guess uh, he was smart enough not to let by <laughs> film him, being him is, in the yeah. process of filming. But that would have been amazing. Oh, bullshit. Amazing. There's a
1: vault somewhere with,
0: that's with, got with all of this pictures footage. pictures more so. Probably yeah. pictures. Pictures, Because yeah, again, cameras. if you
2: could explain to me how the machine gun on the Jeep is shooting, because <laughs> the Jeep running by itself, yes, but is the machine gun, sorry. No, el- no electricity. There's no electronics. Right, At it's all. not. It's not a machine, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, sorry. No, you're so, right, though. So it was the Jeep. Ca- all right, no, not, that's for another that. episode. That, we're
0: not getting into that. So <laughs> it was fairies. That's, that's um, my theory. That's pretty much all we've got for our review and how we feel about From the uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark compared to you know the stories and the, the few changes they made to make it fit, but also a lot of the stuff they they kept the same in the story. You know,
2: Look, we're picky as shit. Yeah. Both of us giving it like a seven. Yeah, that means overall.
0: Way to go, guys. Exactly. High five. Seriously, I mean... I hope it comes back for a sequel. Like I said I, at the beginning, I'm interested to see how you do that without it pissing me off. Because I don't want it to start cheesy. The fact that it, the, it ended kind of cheesy with that is one thing. But to start a movie with like a cheesy reason for it, I'm not okay with. No. So definitely got to come out with your dick swinging like, no, this is the sequel to this fucking movie. like <laughs> Big you know, Dick funk?
1: Kennedy. horror movie.
0: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Smash Hero will see the trailer to that one, too. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, um... We have one more little segment, and uh, this will be a reoccurring segment. Like I said, this is the first episode. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, we, uh, we'll we get to that in a second, though. First, I need to talk about our sponsors. Ah. So, uh, first off, our oldest, longest, most faithful sponsor of the Geeks on the Influence Network, the Amazon.com. You go to GY's, GYPodcast.com, go to the links in the top right corner, and click on Amazon. It will send you to Amazon through our link, and then you just purchase like you normally do. The only extra step is going to gui-podcast.com before you shop on Amazon. costs you nothing more. because gives us a little kickback so we can buy all the goodies. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Seriously.
2: Welcome to GY. I love you.
0: <laughs> yeah. You can get the original Scary Stories of Tone Dark from there. Fuck yeah. Um, not the redone, reillustrated ones. No.
2: Uh, well, I mean, if they want to. I mean, you know, whatever hey, they I'm, do on
0: the link, I don't, I don't really care. All right, can. so...
2: If we don't want, judge.
0: If you buy some stuff, it's cool. We get a kickback. But I'm telling you, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> clearly you love horror. It's a horror podcast. Go with the OG artwork because the artwork is fucking amazing. Yes.
1: And, and taunting you, as fuck.
0: Right? Yes. And um, that that's where I'm coming from. As a lover of horror, that artwork is horrific, but beautiful at the same time. I yes. love it. So um, our other sponsor, one of the newest ones, tpublic.com. Bam. That's right. We've got up to 20... Designs, shirts, motherfucker, shirts, onesies, wall tote art, bags, tote bags, pillows, yeah. We don't mention the pillows, uh, hoodies. I mean, <laughs> all the <that> chaps. <laughs> Just, wait, uh, make... wait, that's that's whoa. a different website. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry
2: about that, Smash. You can put whatever website that is on wrong, yours. Wrong episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. What are you? I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about ass smash talk? Is that what you're talking <laughs> 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 Ass talk. Ass talk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
0: um
1: <laughs> jesus christ the porn version smash
0: talk is ass talk um so again you can find that link through the gypodcast.com and go through links Public is on there it all the podcasts on the network have designs uh multiple designs from for certain ones and also just fun ones just fun ones we have one That's fuck michael bay because fuck michael bay oh, yeah seriously yeah. thank you Kron who was a regular panelist on the main uh the main show on the network um so yeah you will see one from from the Miles of madness posting soon. So as we move along with this podcast, if you enjoy it, there always sales like every other fucking weekend, if not every weekend, through T Public where you get like from twenty five to thirty five percent off T shirts range at that at that price point from fourteen to thirteen dollars versus the original twenty. If you like the podcast, you want to support that, buy that. If you like any other of the other podcasts, buy some buy some merch. Do it. I mean, seriously, do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so. Without further ado, that is our sponsors, and we're moving on to the final segment of this podcast, and that is, going, that is entitled Stump the Hosts. I quote-unquote stumps. Mm. Stump the <laughs> Hosts. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a little, it'll be a lot more finesse down the road. I gotta do some work, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we'll add some facts. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna add some stuff. Don't worry. You'll be proud of me. I promise. You'll Just, be proud. So wait, do you have them selected
2: for each of us?
1: See, Yeah, I have three... I have I have six total. yeah, so, so this three for each. so yeah,
0: so this this segment is basically where we we, we asked the guest to come up with three questions one three for each host. so six questions total and we have a very short amount of time to answer because we don't want to drag this along, right Also if the person asked the question doesn't know it, the other host can steal it. So basically it comes down to the, the one who has the most right mm-hmm. at the end of all six if neither of us know it then it doesn't count
1: and this can cover a wide range of anything horror
0: all things horror, we're not keeping it episode specific because that really limits the amount of questions because pretty much anything you could ask we're probably already covered in the episode come on, do your game show uh, host voice do
2: it, do it
1: okay <laughs> I was trying to say one of you guys move away from the mic so I can, use, so I can look at my phone so I'm going to have that be whatever okay who's first? I'm going to go with Lowdown Lowdown, you're first
0: Oh, okay.
1: Let's do this. All right. How did Amanda Krueger become Freddy's mother?
0: Oh, she was uh, locked in over a holiday weekend with all the maniacs, and she was repeatedly raped. Correct. Mm-hmm. That was Nightmare Three as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: God damn it! Hunter, <laughs> his shit with that one. Hunter,
1: how many maniacs were there? How many maniacs
2: were there?
0: The fuck? How many maniacs? I know.
2: Can I steal it? He doesn't know. Oh. I guess I better just throw out a number, uh, 25.
0: It's a, no, it's a, it's a tagline. He's the son of a thousand maniacs. The bastard son of a thousand maniacs. It's not literally a thousand, No, them. she
1: says a, th- thing. no, she does. She does. God, it's a thing.
0: God damn it. So that's two. All right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and that's
2: not realistic. If she was raped by a thousand
0: maniacs. It was a whole weekend. It wasn't like all at once. It was, she just randomly got the D. Like, randomly. But like she
1: would. <laughs> she horrifically
0: got, got the, the D. De- yeah, not okay? randomly. She and horrifically got the de- D. She's, she's still people.
1: in our thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Whatever. No, but seriously, it it, it literally is stated: A Thousand Maniacs. The bastard son of A Thousand Maniacs. All right. Yeah. All right. I think it's more of a guess, like a. You got it wrong. It's fine.
2: Yeah, whatever. Just all right. Fuck you. Well,
1: then, Hunter, I'm going to start with you on this next one. How many? Fuck you. <laughs>
2: Because fuck you, I know what's happening here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this shit's been set up, man. No, because he gets it wrong, he's going to blame it on something else. It's because I gave him shit about the trailer. That's what's no, happening here. Uh,
2: okay.
1: But it may be a bit of a harder one. <laughs> uh, let me collect myself here. Uh, who played the trickster in the 1994 horror movie Brain Scan?
2: <sighs> oh, God. Um, God damn it, God damn it. That's a good one. Um... That's going to irritate the fuck out of me cuz I know I'm
0: drawing a fucking blank. I'm going to punch myself in the nuts later for that. God damn it. I want to steal it because I just watched I just bought Scream Factory's Blu-ray edition of that movie. Harvey Keitel? No. No. Good God no. No, um See, I want to say D Snyder, but that's no, not it. No, not D Snyder. Yeah. All right. <sighs> we'll count that as a loss.
1: All right. We'll count that as a loss. The answer is T Ryder Smith. Motherfucker. He was also he also did it, uh, uh, several episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark, so it okay. comes back around full circle. Ah. It does. Yeah.
0: All right. Fucking low down. Yeah.
1: Where was the first Evil Dead filmed?
0: Oh fucking a! You
2: had to say the state.
1: I will accept s- s- state or town. I, w- I want to say Pennsylvania. All right, that's your answer. Yeah. North Carolina. You're both wrong.
0: Where? Tennessee. Motherfucker! Fuck! Alright, god damn it. told me to come prepared. No, no so I, I like it, prepared. I like it. This is good. You, you're next. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: What popular actor met his demise at the hands of the killer in the original Friday the 13th? Johnny Depp.
2: Can I just say Kevin Bacon or do I yeah, do
0: have go. to list, list okay. all of them? Two to right? one. All right. Two to one. I was going to list one.
2: them for you. I didn't, no, I didn't you know. need it. Okay. I didn't need it's that. Kevin Bacon. Thank yeah. you, finally give me He's one I knew. only
0: fucking popular actor in that movie. Yeah. Well, no, I think the mom, the woman who plays Pamela Voorhees is actually... In part four, you got Chris McGlover. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. in, uh, in
1: Cabin in the Woods. Fuck. When Marty and Dana go down in the elevator, what is the first creature they encounter? Fuck. Do you Do you need four examples to yes. pick from? Okay. Ah, yes. Don't give it to him. No, it's not going to give it to me. Damn it. It's either Razorhead, a werewolf, ghost, or a ballerina. I'm going to go with Razorhead. That, all right. You sure? Mm-hmm. Incorrect. Okay. Ghost. Also incorrect. What? Nice. Werewolf. No. Because the first thing they do is they come up to the dark glass and the werewolf comes straight
2: at the glass.
0: Nice. One That's, of the first things fuck, they he's see. He's good. Yeah. He's good. Wow. Yeah. If
2: only I could watch the movies we had watch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Now you're just being salty. Now you're just being salty. Now you're just being upset. <laughs> it's just, see, it's too easy, man. Yeah. If he had said, well, the trailer... Over and over again, I would have picked on him. Hey, you know what? I brought the love and I brought the but fun. But you know what? He's mm-hmm. kicking ass with the questions. So.
1: Yeah. Fuck you, Hunter. <laughs> see?
2: <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: All right. So this is your question. All right. Final question. What actor played Tommy Jarvis in Friday the 13th for A New Beginning? Actually, four is
2: the final chapter. Can you say final chapter?
1: Yeah. Or fi- uh, Oh, what actor? I mean, after right. Well, let me see. Let me see that. Three. All right. Uh, what was it? A New Beginning. Whatever. It's part four, four is the final
0: chapter. chapter.
2: Stop it. Oh, my God. You shouldn't make these mistakes on this podcast. No, seriously.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Four, four is the final is chapter. Chi- final chapter. Five in the beginning. Six is... Uh, Jason lives. Jason lives, yeah. Okay. So, part four, right? It's this kid. Who played the kid? Okay. So, it's not a Goonies question, right? <laughs> so And it's not a Gremlins question.
0: So, I'm just going to say uh, Corey Feldman. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, we're tied. Two and two. Yeah. Will you do a tiebreaker? Can you think of one? Off the, cuff? Off the
1: top of my head, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, uh, you know what? I got, I got something. Okay.
0: I got. Something. See, and I, it, yeah, yeah. Let's see.
1: Came
2: back strong. I was down
0: two nothing. If I do get it. it, we're tied. So if I don't get it automatically, and you have a chance to answer, and you get it right, and that's it. Yeah. If I get it right, then that's it too. All right. I like it. Tied. <laughs> down to the cuff. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Shouldn't have got the easy one wrong at the beginning. What's that? Are we ready? No specific as shit. I shouldn't have stole that one.
1: Okay. Who plays the werewolf in The Monster Squad? Clue, he was also in Real Genius. And if you need another clue, you can you can ask for it.
0: One more clue, and if I don't know it, then I'm going to pass it. He can tell you another
2: character he played. I don't give you the
0: actor's name. No, I don't want a clue for the uh, another character, yeah. What's that? What's another character? That he played? Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite, the uncle. Uncle Rico. Oh, I don't know the actor's name, though. So, what, also... ma- what
1: monster does he play in The Monster Squad? Oh, what monster does he play in The Monster Squad? I guess I should, I said, well, I said, who does he play? But I'll just say, what monster does he play to speed this up? I thought you said he plays the werewolf.
0: Yeah, you already gave it away. You gave it away. You already gave it away. That doesn't count. Okay, we're done. We need somebody that... <laughs> we're tied. We're tied. We're <laughs> calling it a tie. The man Who asking plays the questions. To
2: werewolf? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> what Wait, what character does he, does he play? play? Holy shit. All right,
1: all right. Well... <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that was good.
2: That was, that was well awesome. Done. Yes, well done. yes,
0: yes. More entertaining you asking the questions <laughs> than I was
2: actually answering them. Should we... Hate, I like that. Let's have them wing it so then we we know what they're going to ask I before ve- they even <laughs> ask the question. <laughs> The no. werewolf was what creature?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, thank everyone who is actually listening to this. This rough cut. <laughs> First episode, guys. Hope we hope we entertained you. We're talking about uh, properties we love, um, both the stories and the movies. Um, and then, obviously, who doesn't fucking love trivia? I hope that you guys knew all the answers, because we fucking failed on a few of them. So, I hope, we, hope you knew what yeah. they were, yeah. yelling at us the oh, entire time I, I for being idiots. I came
1: with the boom on those. Except for that last question we have to think <laughs> the
0: cuff. You're not a very smart no, man off the cuff. <laughs> no winging it for <laughs> no Smash. No winging it for Smash. He
2: was too busy thinking about Ass
0: Talk. But, um, yeah, Ass Talk. That's to get home and watch that one. <laughs> that's, um, that's all we've got for you on this episode of From the Miles of Madness. Uh, so, see you guys later. Podcast.com.
1: Do you enjoy stories about drunk men on tractors, T-boning a police car, or someone jumping a gorge in a Nissan Versa, or literally any story that comes out of Florida? Then you're going to love Booze Clues, the latest podcast on the Geeks Under the Influence Network. We do this show live every month in the Dark Room in Richmond, Virginia. It is a cavalcade of comedians, podcasters, performers in an investigation or riff on drunken crimes and debaucherous activity around the world. Doors are at 7, show starts at 8. It's 21 Up and Free. Again, that's at the Dark Room, 2818 West Broad Street in the Upstairs Suite. For more information, go
2: to com. This is Mike the Hobbit, direct from Fallout on a trivia night, telling you to come here every first and third Monday for trivia between 8 and 10, 25 cent wings, drink specials, prizes, and tons of really inappropriate trivia. It's a lot of fun. Do you guys agree? (laughs) Definitely come out and enjoy trivia every first and third Monday
0: at Fallout.